0: Chemist Warehouse March catalogue sale on now. Find Davidoff Hot Water 110ml, now only $39.99.
1: And South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider. This is Blues Brothers with Steve Devine and Ricardo Ball on Yeah, hey, Thanks to South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider, Um uh, Steve from Auckland uh. oh,
0: what, a <laughs> what a funny caller that uh, was
1: What a funny caller Mate, welcome into the studio And uh, I guess w- we need to talk
0: about what happened last week Mate, what happened last week? What happened against the Brumbies? Yeah, it was, it was uh, They won. I think they won every single stat in the game uh, Except for scoreboard mm. uh, Most metres, most line breaks uh, Most everything other than most points Which is uh, disappointing Um Gee, they did, did. they play well? Oh, I don't think so. Um, the, who do they blame? They blame themselves. Hopefully, on that one, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't their best performance. And I just think yeah, that first ten minute, that first half really was. You know, two on the burn, and they just. Um, it was just penalties, 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 cost them the game. And against the game, a team we spoke about it last week, a team that's so structured like the Brumbies that are kicking for the rolling moor, which is oh. where they scored two of their tries. And to be th- to be honest, the third one came off the back of a long rolling moor as well. Um, that was the difference. And don't give penalty or don't give penalties away against the Brumbies, and you go pretty close to winning the match.
1: Uh, the first time I can remember a Super Rugby match being scoreless for forty minutes, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, both teams had real good opportunities. The Blues had a couple of screamer opportunities from long range again, and just weren't good enough to get that last pass away. And um, yeah, I mean, again, more line breaks. Um, you know, they they should have converted a few points in that second half for sure.
1: I saw Rico Ioane cop a bit of stick online. Um, people saying like that's why he should be a winger and not a centre because he's hasn't put people away outside him and he's gone on his own again. Um, he did that a couple of times. Uh, Blues could have won the game if he had, potentially.
0: Yeah, potentially, potentially, potentially. Um, I'm sure if they could all go back in time, they would have definitely changed how they prepared for the match. And I'd, I think they all definitely would have... Uh, made a few uh, different options during the match there were there were multiple chances from multiple people to score tries and um, passes were given that you know got knocked down and um, Roger gave a pass that would have been a try one-on-one you know he should have if he backed himself he probably just would have gone the distance and um, yeah, that, that was just one of those games where they didn't, I, I just, early, even early on in the game, I just thought these guys haven't prepared as well. They've beaten the Highlanders by 60 and they've just, they just quite maybe haven't knuckled down as, as well as they should have during the week.
1: Well, to be fair, you did bring that up after the Highlanders. You were like, look, you know, we might have scored 60 and won by 40 points. We didn't play that well. Um, You know, we, we capitalized on a lot of errors from them rather than actually us creating things.
0: Yeah, and it's still the problem I see this year's Blues compared to last year's Blues. The biggest problem I see is at the breakdown. We're just not able to hang on to the ball for long period. We're not guaranteed our own ruck ball and I think that's in rugby these days, I think the best teams in the world, the French and the Irish are guaranteed to win their own ruck ball. Like They might lose one or two a game but they're, they're almost guaranteed to win their own ruck ball and, and that's a massive difference in rugby and I just we were poor again at the breakdown.
1: Why do you think that is given, if, you know, if you look at the pack and you look at the loose forwards whose job it is to turn that ball over and, and, and recycle the ball to the backs? I mean there's a lot of All Blacks there.
0: Yeah. I, I it's it's a part of the All Blacks game that needs changing as well. We we're, we're not great in that area. Um I what it is I well, I mean I've seen the team last year and they just the, the team last year just loved hitting rucks. They just loved hitting rucks and and you know there was a large majority of the team and that's what they did for a long periods of the time and it's how you win it's how you win games and I may I think maybe maybe the game has the ball is in play a little bit longer with these new rules and there is a little bit more rugby and um, early in the season maybe with the fitness and, and, and things like that are not quite there And um, but yeah there's certainly that ruck area is of huge importance and, and, and it should be in New Zealand going forward for this year like it's one it's one part of the game where we're not as dominant as we need to be
1: There's uh, one thing that's changed the Blues from last season to this season that I feel like hitting rucks this might explain it, two words, Luke and Romano
0: Yep, is a yep, yep, and yep. Uh, <laughs> that's a big part of his game, and that's what he did very well. And they, yeah, they're, they're, that's just where they're struggling. I mean, they've got the potential. If they can just hang on to the ball for long periods of time, they are gonna score tries. Also, a little bit, I, I won't say uh, disappointed. I just say I get a bit confused at times by the amount of kicking. And um, Bowden Barrett has had better games with ball and foot um he kicked a few times that sort of got charged down in the middle there was definitely spacing behind but we're just you know we're such a great running attacking team let's just keep the ball in hand and back ourselves to hang on to the ball and and play again and we're just going to run teams off their feet we just we haven't quite found our mark yet we're just not quite sure we're we're stuck between wanting to get in behind them and actually running the ball
1: so, what you drop him? Put Feta at ten this week? No,
0: I wouldn't drop him. Not, no, not a, no, not, no, no, it's just, it's just, it's a preseason thing. We've dropped one game and um, against probably the best Aussie team. And um, I was joking, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I just, you know, I'd love to see a bit of anger this week for the Blues. I'd love to see a bit of consistent work done at the breakdown, and be able to win our ball. When when the Blues get great quick ball over the advantage line, they're unstoppable, and and that's the area that they need to concentrate on and that's it.
1: One of the big battles that you'll be looking at this weekend is the, the Battle of the Nines um, assuming that Cam Roy gets to start again for the Canes what have you made of his start to Super Rugby?
0: Yeah listen there's some There's some, one thing about the and the thing that scares me the most about the Hurricanes is they're a very young team across the board they've got a few older heads there don't get me wrong but generally across the board they're a very young team and I, 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 I struggle in two two or three years if they can hang on to some of these kids they're going to be they're going to be a powerhouse because man they've got some they've got some raw young talent there at the moment and um he's one of them mm-hmm. uh, morgan's another and um you know they're just they're just extremely talented kids and they've still I mean they're still learning and um and that's the scary thing whereas the blues they're they're the old head they're the whole the old head of the competition this year i mean and we're going to lose a lot of a lot of experience next year so um this is the blues chance to to maybe get one up on these these young little pesky buggers.
1: Well, I tell you, one of the, uh, another one of the battles that I brought up uh, in the last uh, show, as well as the Battle of the Twelves, uh, oh. two guys you know, wanting to play that position for the All Blacks, um, RTS against Geordie.
0: Yeah, that's going to be an absolute cracker. There's, there's pretty much All Blacks on All Blacks across the field this weekend, right? I yeah. mean, that's one of the big decisions to be made this year. But uh, in saying that, I thought Roger probably had his best game of Super Rugby last 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 week. Uh, his first half was phenomenal. Uh, line breaks. Uh, he's got those dancing feet back. He's making good decisions uh, in and around the breakdown. Um, one try. One. He broke once. I, I wish he would have gone the distance. I wish he wouldn't have passed and just put his head down. Um, but he didn't do that. And. You know, I just—it's good to see him in space. He, he made a lot of meters last week, and it's going to be—it's going to be a great matchup this weekend.
1: I'm well, looking forward to it this weekend. This is uh, Blues Brothers on SENZ. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Uh, time uh, to get your Player of the Week from Round Two for the Blues, Steve. With DHL Super Rugby Pacific is back. Who you got?
0: Uh, I've got Roger. Yeah, I thought that first forty you put in was uh, was just class and. Uh, you know the blues were down by a bit and now uh, he got him back into the game and his defense was solid And he made line breaks, and he's got the dancing feet, and yeah, I thought I thought he was their best. There was there was some poor performances by the Blues, which you know is of concern. But you know we got a chance this week against the top of the table.
1: Yeah, we do. Uh, The uh, DHL Super Rugby Pacific competition is back. Six games live on Sky Sport this weekend. And uh, what about from across the competition, mate? Uh, There were obviously all the teams were in Melbourne. Uh, Anyone else stand out for you from one of the other teams?
0: I think the Chiefs are looking good. I think the Chiefs across the border looking pretty good. Rishi Mirwanga put in a performance after a lacklustre the week before. So um I mean the it's it's still early days. The big boys will stand up. There's still plenty of footy to come and um yeah, I just there's there's you know, there's a few of those old heads are throwing their hands around. Um, um Big Guzzler was pretty good last week as well.
1: Yeah, brody Ritalik. So have you got a name for us, though, one person oh. that's your player of the round that's not a blue?
0: That's not a blue. My player of the round, um, yeah, probably Mwanga. I thought he was pretty top shelf. Got Finally got some uh, front front football and just showed his class. That's what he can do.
1: Yeah, indeed. And certainly didn't hurt that he had David Havili back at 12, I yeah. don't think, uh, on that front. All right, it is uh, 20 away from 8 here on SENZ. Now, this is Blues Brothers, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. The real house of fragrances when we come back. Paul Tito joins us out of the blues. At 16 away from 8 here on SENZ Blues Brothers thanks to South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider and uh, joining us out of the blues is assistant coach uh, Paul Tito. G'day Paul, how are you doing? Hey gents, how are we doing? Yeah, good thanks mate. How, how do you feel about this weekend mate? Uh, you, you wore yellow and black quite a bit in your career but you're going up against it this weekend.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be a bit odd, but um, you know, it's a professional sport and I'm here to do a job, so I'm going down there to try and do a job on them.
0: Mate, you might get a win this time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <classics>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: classic.
0: Sorry, mate, I couldn't help I couldn't help that one. Oh, no,
1: that's fair. <laughs> I'd like to apologize for my co host, Paul. A um Mate, we, we, what, what is what is your role? I mean, it's, you've got you listed as an assistant coach with the Blues, but what's your exact role with the Blues? What's your day in day out job?
2: Uh, my, my day in day out job is to, to run a line lineout. Um, obviously, a lot of chat around it last year, around the final. Um, and to be fair, um, you know you had those days, as we all know. So I should have just came at the wrong time. You know they did a lot of good throughout the year, and that's so just about putting those connections and and getting the basics done a bit better. So that's what I've been doing.
1: What about the um, the addition of uh, Cameron to a foe this season as a lock? Because, I mean, I've, I've seen him play a lot for Harvard but generally as a six. Uh, is, is that some of your influence there? What do you, you see in him as a lock?
2: Well, I think we saw in the weekend he's very athletic. He can get off the ground very quickly. We put uh, a lot of pressure on a, a very tall Brumbies line out um, through his speed. And um, he certainly got um, plenty of that. So you know, he's making every post the winner in that juice at the moment. He deserves to be starting you know, that lock. And now we hope to get another big performance out of him. So, yeah.
0: Mate, obviously wasn't wasn't a great show uh, last weekend in in Melbourne. What are what are the big turning points this week? What are, what was the team really focusing on?
2: Yeah, it's a little bit of the basics. How hey, discipline was poor, Stevie. You know, if you can't you can't get on the wrong side of a ref like that early doors, you know, we've got two yellow cards and footy's tough enough with 15, so we need to be much better in that space and and show the guy in the middle that, you know I mean, we're, we're doing our bit to make this game what it is, so that's our first thing we're going to get right. Um, you know, a little bit of the breakdown, the Brumbies are renowned for being pests at the breakdown, um, I think we improved from, from the week before but we weren't up to what we need to be and, you know, we're playing against the Hurricanes team, they've got any features in their team, and they love to attack the ball. So they'll be trying to slow our ball up. Uh, it's our ability to, to carry with intent and, and, and be better at the breakdown.
0: Is that the one, is the breakdown, is that the area, is that the, the area throughout New Zealand rugby that w- we struggle a little bit at the moment, where we used to be so dominant? Is it, is it, is, do you think it's the one spot where we, we're coming unstuck in international and also at this level?
2: I definitely feel that teams have caught up to us. They've seen what we've been doing in the past, and and they've obviously gone away and 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 tinkered it to to uh, how it works best for their um, profile player they have. So, yeah, hey, it's a it's a massive part of the game, Steve. And it's um it's an area that you know an older rugby player would say games are won and lost at the breakdown. And it's probably most probably not a true word said.
0: is it is it really these days, is it is it dependent on the referee? Like it, it, the the do referees take slightly different interpretations from game to game. Is it is it that is it at that level now?
2: I think we see the difference between the Aussies and the and the Kiwi refs, to be fair. Um, in that space. you've just gotta adapt. You've gotta be able to, to to get a feel of they, how they're gonna ref it. And you need to modify your um, your ability at the breakdown for this. Uh, obviously, you know at the moment they're real hot on rolling away, and you know I think we had three or four penalties for that in the weekend. And you know we can we can assist with that obviously by not being there at the start. Uh, obviously, if you are in there, you know we we sometimes sending jackers in over the top, and then the rest are coming down on that hard, so they're much more uh, lenient in that space if. If someone's caught in there and they're trying to get have a genuine you know, and they haven't got Steve's Line friggin' pinning them in there then actually they might just let that go. But hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna lie there and then someone's gonna come over top, you're definitely gonna have a it.
0: it it's definitely time when we bring back rucking, isn't it?
2: Oh my goodness! I <laughs> made a living out of so. uh, not made, a massive living, but I made a living.
0: Yeah, it's the game needs it back. eh? it's what people go and see and watch. You know, it brings that little bit of difference to sports, and uh, it's it just frees up the breakdown, makes makes the ball come out quicker because you're a brave man to jump on it once, and you're a stupid man to do it a second time in a match. Correct,
1: Paul. Paul uh, I mean, you you said the word "pest" there and then you followed it up not long after with the, with the word Steve Devine. Um, who is a bigger pest, do you reckon? Nick White or Steve Devine? Dane
0: Coles. Mm. Dane Coles, yeah, no, nah, he's
2: going to be a pest this weekend, isn't he? He
0: doesn't yeah. go away much. I reckon you'll get uh, some from there him. Or you'll get some from him this weekend from the grandstand. Uh, I
2: he'll give me plenty, mate. He'll <laughs> give me plenty, and yeah, it's out of my control. So no, nah, I'll take it on the chin, as we do. Uh, as far as pest goes... I reckon um I reckon Darcy Swain yeah. is a hell of a pest Lock that come on from mummies. He's obviously not starting at the moment. Those two boys, Frost and um Neville, is it?
0: Yeah.
2: Are going pretty good for the for the Brums, um and doing a real good job and keeping them out. But hey, that's great depth when you can have those three rotating and rolling around. Um Swain had only just be you back. Know, f-
0: sorry, mate. You go.
2: No, 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 Swain. Ah, oh, Swain, mate, Swain's a, he'd, only he
0: j- a he'd only just be back. Um, he'd only just be back from suspension from from the Bledisloe last year, wouldn't
2: he? Oh, hey, they did a job on that. They put him into a club team and counted two club games
0: ah.
2: as a suspension. And, and, and you know what I mean? Went on the indie tour and played a couple of games as a crock of rubbish. Yeah, absolutely. But, hey, that's
0: typical. How, that's what you do when you cook the books. Typical Aussies,
2: eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Paul. Speaking hey, uh... of Aussies, Dan Helen who's got a um, got a visa to be in, in in New Zealand for the you know, what I mean, for the entire of his life, you know, and how would living these Aussies just enroll him into a country like this? Steve?
0: He's a five hundred one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be careful of some of these guys, No,
2: okay? uh, he's a top. Nah, he's a top man in fantasy. He's a top man.
1: Oh, Macho Camacho. Um, Paul, uh, this weekend in Wellington, uh, of course, you don't have to worry about Artie Savia. Uh, that's got to be a that's got to be a plus in your book, doesn't
2: it? Hey, any any game that he's not playing, it's most probably better off. Uh, should he's been playing well, eh? he's a physical beast at the moment, and those picks through the ruck and. You know he's pretty special, but hey, in tennis, I've got a young guy down there that I was fortunate to coach in Wellington, Peter Larkay, and I'm, I'm pretty sure his name will be on the team sheet um, at eight. And hey, he definitely hasn't got the experience and and potentially that real, you know, that real grip that uh, that um, buddy has. But shit, he's a hell of a player and, and and one to watch for the future. And he'll he'll fulfil that jersey with <laughs> with uh with massive massive
0: intent in the weekend, I'm sure. Mate, speaking of the grit and the, and the hardness, who who's who's our blues? We lost Luke Romano last year, who, who we sort of feel had a bit of an impact just to do the hard mongrel yards. Who's who is it who is it this year for the blues that everyone looks to when you know when the stuff gets really hard and you just want you just want that guy to just just grind one out, and, you know, do that do the really hard dirty work.
2: <laughs> you do the dirty work, all right. Um who is that guy? Oh, yeah, I, I think you know what I mean. I think that guy is a special guy. You either have that or you don't. You know what I mean? I think yeah, you know, we're we, we're definitely grown in this space. We've got a couple of um young props, I reckon. Well, not so young, but one young and one older that up to bite down and, and and really get down and dirty. So, you know, what I mean? we we expect um, a fair bit out of those two this weekend and and doing a real job for us up front.
1: Uh, just before we let you go, mate, um, the, the team's going to be named tomorrow. Um, but I did notice that you named two completely different front rows week one to week two. What was the what was the thinking behind that? Do you think?
2: Yes, hey, I think you know what I mean. I think the two guys that started in the weekend had an outstanding preseason, and we felt that they earned the right to um, wear the Blues jersey and and get a chance uh, early in the season. Um, you, know, you can read into that uh, as you want, but I think that's important as for squads to say if hey if someone's putting their hand up week in week out, day in day out in the preseason and doing the hard yards and and really improving and and really mastering his his craft, then they deserve a crack. So in fairness to those two, they they've they've had their crack and, and we'll see what the team brings uh, tomorrow when it's announced.
1: Good stuff, Paul. Hey, listen, mate, uh, thanks very much for coming on tonight and uh, a pleasure. Anytime you want to come on uh, and talk about pests, you're more than welcome. Um, And uh, we'll we'll, uh, wish you all the best for the weekend, eh?
2: Hey, thanks very much, boys, for having me. And, um, yeah, we look forward to a good game in Wellington and then obviously getting back to Auckland against Crusaders in a week's time.
0: Yeah, mate, very, very special weekend that next weekend's going to be. Um, for a few of the old buggers that are getting together for that for that game, so that should be a goodie. But yeah. we'll worry about this weekend first. That's it, mate. Good luck that's on uh, getting your first win against uh, with the Blues against the uh, against the Hurricanes down there. Yeah, I'd love
1: that. Hey kids, boys, have a good evening. Yeah, you too, mate. There you go, Paul Tito out of the Blues organization, uh, five away from six, and uh, uh, looking forward to th- to that game this weekend, mate.
0: Yeah, I think that's two weeks in a row I've been called a pest. Mm. On this show
1: Yeah Yeah I know It's uh. It's more of it,
0: <laughs> more was, of it. I say. I was thinking harsh.
1: Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's a bit harsh. On your own show, Stephen. All. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Anyway, no. um,
0: yeah, I think the Blues. It'll be a cracker game, mate. It's all blacks against all blacks across the field. It's going to be a cracker. One of the one of the best games of the season, I reckon this this year so far.
1: Yeah, no, nah, looking forward to it. It's going to be absolutely massive, and uh, you can catch Blues Brothers again next Wednesday from seven thirty. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances.